I'm, I'm something of an expert. You name it, I, I expert. <laughs> Anything education-related, you know, this is the, the mindset of any principal, by the way, I swear to God. Uh, meanwhile, they're about to tell you something terrible where it's like, just give us the real answer, don't give us the bullshit. But I don't know. But welcome back to the podcast, guys. We are slowly, slowly approaching. We're in that, that limbo phase in between Thanksgiving break and winter break. And man, is it, is it dragging by. Uh, the reason I'm recording that, well, you guys don't know this, but I'm recording this the day before it comes out. So today is uh, December 8th and the episode comes out on the 9th, which is a Thursday. And it's because the kids are wild. This is like the second time in a row in as many weeks. I almost didn't get last week's episode, uh, last week's episode, sorry, out at all. And I, I wound up having to like before I went to work and I was already running a little bit late. I had to edit. I'm also I'm like a little bit rusty on editing personally. It turned out okay, but it's been a minute, and I was doing it like beforehand. So I got to edit the podcast real quick and then go to work. You know how sad it is to be up at six in the morning editing a podcast and then you're about to be on your way to the place where you talk about like you're supposed to, the podcast editing and, and recording it is supposed to be my decompression from work but I had to go to work right after so this one's afterwards I mean it's it's the evening after a long work day so that's that's good but this one I've got this like these white claw surge things because Peter brought them over and uh that's what I had so don't judge me and don't judge me. <laughs> anyway. So I, I did want to start off with this is more of a somber note. Um, obviously, the shooting in Michigan that happened uh, last week with the, there were, you know, injuries and, and so forth. And I believe some, some students actually did die. And there was the, the video that I believe a teacher posted or a student posted where it was like once they were going out with their hands up and stuff. So um, not to make it too somber to start, but um, just, you know, send out your thoughts or if you're religious, send out your, your prayers to, uh, to Oxford. That's uh, anytime you hear something like that, it's, it's pretty scary. Uh, we've had a number of lockdowns and shorter and, uh, close calls at my school, but never anything like that. So, uh, it's not something to joke about. Um, I know right now I was listening to NPR and they were talking about the fact that this kid, they, I guess the admin or dean or whoever at this school, um, not that they knew any better, of course. You don't expect that to happen. Uh, sounds like this kid had access to, you know, to firearms and um, had a good excuse for, you know, certain things that he was drawing or writing or whatever it may be. But the, it sounds like the kid was allowed back to class after some sort of a, an incident. And I just, it just goes to show you, you cannot assume. And those, those policies are in place for a reason. So if you are, you know, an admin or a dean or anyone, um, just, you know, make sure you're, you're considering all things and you, you really, you really don't know, but, um, you know, you know, shout out and thoughts and thoughts and prayers out to, um, those students and those, the parents of those students and those teachers and staff and, you know, everybody involved. Um, that was dark. Let's, let's segue a little bit. Um, I didn't want to not go into it because it, I, I don't like when people just don't acknowledge things, you know what I mean? This also might help you kind of place the podcast in space and time if you're if you're listening to this after, you know, the episode comes out. So if this is after December 9th of 2021, then you know where we're at. So you can look that up later if you're, you know, or if you know what's going on, then, you know, you're good to go. We're not exactly NPR here. So um, 
but I, I did want to, you know, get into that. So uh, a cool, a cool update though. This is, let's get to the lighter side. Uh, with the, the holidays coming around, I'm really excited that the podcast Patreon, that's patreon.com slash classroom brew, we're actually going to get t-shirts for our patrons. So if you would like to get a classroom brew t-shirt, uh, there's different kinds depending on the size, I guess. They're like a nice dark blue. I've seen, I've worn a similar one, different company, but I'm ordering them in mass bulk. So if you would like a classroom brew t-shirt, it'll just have the logo classroom brew, the podcast that you see on the, the Spotify or iTunes, whatever you listen on, uh, that logo. Uh, no background. It'll just be the logo itself for Classroom Brew and then the blue shirt. So you can go to patreon.com slash classroombrew. You can sign up for those tiers. Not only will you get a, a t-shirt for signing up once your membership you know, covers that with the shipping mostly, uh, you will also get a Classroom Brew shot glass. There's a koozie and a coaster. There's a whole bunch of stuff. And of course, if you want, you can email me classroombrew at gmail.com or at classroombrew on social media. Can we just acknowledge, by the way, how fucking dumb that strawberry quiz was last week? <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know if I did a good enough job of pointing out how asinine it was. Just truly, just like this, these random strawberry pictures. It's so similar to like, like someone that's not a teacher must have made it up. Or it's a teacher that's sick of people. You know what I mean? Like, I know it's supposed to be silly, but let's just point out how stupid it was. Uh, it's really interesting. But it doesn't matter because at the end of the day, you know, Omicron... The Omi Romi, it's going to wipe us all out, and it doesn't matter because the kids don't wear masks, and there's been more outbreaks in my school, but they still let the kids, you know, we have to contact trace, but meanwhile, when they finish lunch early or when they cut class to go to lunch two times in a row and then don't eat because they go to the gym to play basketball and they don't wear their mask, and there's like 80-some-odd kids in the, bas- er, in, in the basketball, in the gym playing basketball, and then they come to your class and they smell like shit, let's be real, they do. I had to buy two Febreze, like, double barrel air fresheners with, like, ocean breeze and, like, cedar. That was the combination that smelled the nicest. <laughs> um, so, you know, this Omicron thing, you know, we're, we're fucked. But, you know what, it doesn't matter because the, the district isn't going to report it properly because it didn't originate at our, our school necessarily. So it doesn't count towards our school, which is so dumb. But that's how CPS works with their contact tracing slash reporting of how many COVID cases are in the building. And that's dumb, and it's really dumb, and I really hate it, and it's really dumb, and it doesn't make any sense because if someone wants to know, like, hey, how many COVID cases are in my kid's building, then they can't answer the question accurately. Or that's the whole point, right? But I don't know. My, my whole thing, too, is, so, so like the whole like remote learning situation when it was Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, and then Wednesday was a remote day for deep cleaning, which, you know, who the fuck knows if Aramark did any deep cleaning ever before or during the pandemic. But I, I just, I have this suggestion and it's controversial. Um, it's not like it's revolutionary. I'm not making anything, but I, I don't think the day should be, the school day that is, should be as long as it is. I think where it stands right now, kids can fail in my district at least. They can fail up to like eight classes and still graduate on time. Which, like, I guess a margin for error is good, but, like, if they fail eight class, that's a lot of classes to fail, <laughs> you know, in a four-year span. That's a lot to fail. Uh, maybe, or maybe it's, like, nine or ten classes. I don't know what it is. A-, a lot. Maybe if we take away some of that margin for error, there would be less, like, oh, this doesn't even matter, you know, that mentality there. I also just think the day should be shorter, but uh, teachers can, we can still report. 
you know, for the full day or whatever, but don't make the kids go for a full day, like a, a periods one through eight, or if you have block scheduling, that's a little bit different, so you change your life. But maybe it's like six classes for the kids or something like that with like a lunch included or seven, I don't know. But the, you know, well, seven is what they have now with a lunch, but you know what I mean? Just kind of let's, let's simple, like even the five-day work week. I, teachers, we can still go for the five days. We can still go for our contract time but give the kids a little bit less time and then you give some prep time to the teachers or some whatever it might be. Or what I think should really happen is that like Monday, because I get the Sunday scaries is where I thought of it. I think Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, that should be like a regular school setup. Like you do your, whether it's shortened or not, it's regular school as is. But Monday, I don't think the kids should report to school at all. I think they should report to some sort of community service thing. Like give back to the community. And then maybe that's the day where teachers are dedicated as like the liaison to contact the place where they're doing their community service. You know, it kind of becomes like an advisory. I think that would be more beneficial. The kids don't come three or four days a week. So why not just minimize the damage or at least the kids that like are like, I don't want beer. It's like, okay, well then how about you at least get out there and do something, you know? I don't know. You might, if you're hearing any, any feedback. Uh, from the microphone it's because I'm not in my usual spot but this is what I'm thinking I think the main the only reason that school starts so early and ends a little bit earlier is because it fits with a typical 9 to 5 work day for an adult for drop off and pick up right isn't that the main reason so that even if there's evening activities when the parent is like on their way home from work and they can pick up their kid from football or soccer or basketball whatever it's like it times out with their schedule Versus if they drop the kid off for like, their, their job starts at nine, but you have to drop the kid off before eight. That gives them plenty of time. That's the whole point, right? So maybe, I mean, to, to stay within that, I, that I get if you want to stay within those parameters or whatever. Even though, you know, not every kid needs to be dropped off and picked up. There's bus systems for some people or there's some sort of system where they can get them a bus card, whatever. But make it so maybe the one day, I think that would be great. Four days of instruction and then one day of like community something. I think that's what I would prefer. I think that would be great. I really do. Then the whole issue of like service learning and all that stuff, you have it built in. So if they show up, they're doing it. So that's one less thing the kids don't have to, you know, they don't have to make it up because they didn't do it in class or whatever. They still do it in class. It's tied to a class. It would be like your Monday advisory. And then think how nice it would be that you only have to worry about Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. The Sunday scaries would be so much better. (laughs) Or so much not so bad, <laughs> whatever you call it. You see what I mean? I'm an expert. I'm experting right now <laughs> on stupid ideas that'll get ignored anyway. So why the fuck does it matter? I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, we, we had an issue with, with hall passes. I'll, I'll talk more about that because there's a whole bunch of issues in the school right now. Um, but I was thinking about my own like poop schedule when I was in high school. This is how it used to go. I would, I would have gym. I think it was either second. It was second block because we had block scheduling. So uh, 90 minute classes, there were either um, four, there were four of them in a given day, basically, but there was usually an A, B. So you had five classes throughout the semester, but you would do like one class, like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, the other one Tuesday, or Monday, Wednesday, Friday, the other one would be Tuesday, Thursday, and then you would switch right after. So you just go back and forth and back and forth or whatever it is. Um, but I, I swear when I was a freshman, I felt so bad. Miss, uh, Miss C, I'll just say that. Um, that wasn't her, her full last name, obviously, but she was, well, she, no, it's such a generic. Miss Cortez was my gym teacher my freshman year. 
I had many gym teachers, so you figure it out. And uh, I, I swear, every morning when it was time for gym, I guess this is when my body needed to, but I'd have to go to poop, so I would, I felt so bad. Like, poor Miss Cortez, she was so understanding. Like, I'd show up, I'd get changed, you know, and, you know, run over to do my attendance, and she would take it, and I'd be like, can I go? And she'd be like, yeah. And then I'd, you know, rejoin as fast as I could. We're talking like a five to 10 minute span, <laughs> a five to 10 minute span. Maybe I just don't like myself because I still have to rush if I have to use the, the restroom. I always felt rushed in high school, you know, because it was like, if you fell behind, it was on you. That's when it was like real. And now as a teacher, it's like, I have to rush because if I don't, then it's chaos. If I don't, if I'm not there at the start, you also just have to be there, right? You can't like leave kids unsupervised, but poor Miss Cortez, shout out Miss Cortez, the gym teacher. Man, she was cool. She was very, she was very cool. She always let me go. I was, I even told her like, I'm going to try to change this, this biological clock of shitting. I didn't say that at the time because if you cursed at my school, it was a lot different than the school that I work at because there was actually consequences. But um, yeah, it, it was, uh, it was hard to change that. You got you to fight the urge to go or you got to find a way to go earlier. And if it's, it's your biological clock in terms of digestion, it's hard to fight. Just like it's hard to fight your circadian rhythm the biological clock of like your wake and sleep cycle. It's hard to change it, you know? So, anyway. But uh, that's really, for this one, that's really it. Um, obviously, when we get to uh, next, we will have a slightly longer one because we've got a comment hero and stuff that I wanted to, to shout out. Uh, if you want to send a comment hero or a weird student question, a weird student question, that's for sure. I'm going to start getting back into posting stuff on social media. Um, like little polls and questions and things like that to help you guys interact with the show. But you don't have to wait for me. You can interact with the show anytime at Classroom Brew on Instagram and Twitter, or you can email me classroombrew at gmail.com. If you want to get that Classroom Brew t-shirt, shot glass, koozie, and coaster, you can go to patreon.com slash classroombrew to support the show, and you'll get plenty of bonus content. Do I sound like NPR when they're selling their fucking socks around giving season when they're like, they're like, you know that story about um, Tajikistan, you know, it really just makes you think, don't you wish you were warm with some NPR polka dot socks? And these socks are so comfortable. That's what I sound like. Fuck NPR, man. <laughs> I had to stop listening that week. Because I swear, it'd be like anything they were talking about. It was like a story about the, the student loan debt crisis. And they're like, and in light of the student loan debt crisis, Give in place of someone that isn't in the right space to be able to give themselves. And when you do, you'll be entered in a chance to win an iPad. And of course, you'll get those amazing one in a life, once in a lifetime limited edition. There's socks. Let's put this in perspective here. Those polka dot NPR socks when you become a member and support your local NPR station. 91.5 WBEZ. Like, what? Stop talking about it. Even my students, because I listen to it sometimes on the radio that's on my desk. Um, that week when they were doing their, like, I gave them time to work and read and stuff. And they were like, why are they, shut up about the socks. <laughs> I'm like, that's just what I'm saying. I'm going to talk about my podcast that you guys don't know exists. So anyways, we're not NPR, but you can check us out. Uh, maybe we'll do our own socks one day for being a member on Patreon. Uh, Patreon spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N. And that's dot com slash classroom brew. So, uh, Classroom Brew, owned by Alibelo Studios, brought to you by Alibelo Studios. Uh, but until next week, guys, thanks so much for listening, and class dismissed.